Welcome to the Sunday Monday Show, a podcast about being bold in faith, work, and life. I'm your host, Jane Kennedy. Let's get down to business. Ladies and gents, coming to you live from the Big Apple, the greatest city on earth, <laughs> is episode 51, and I am here with my beloved friend Erica. Erica, say hi to the people. Hi to the people. <clears throat> Excuse me. What's wrong? My You're... voice is a little raspy from all the all the New York partying we've been doing. Okay, okay. Erica's been here in New York with me since um, Wednesday? Wednesday. It's almost she came been a week. In, she, came on an Ash, in on, <laughs> she came in on Ash Wednesday. Maybe and... we should restart this. No, it's people, the people like the real stuff. Okay. I, I have a policy. I don't edit podcasts anymore. Okay. So don't say anything incriminating. <laughs> um, yeah, so you've been here since Wednesday. It is Monday. We are recording this about 13 hours before it goes live, so we love that. That's very Jane. That's, like, super on brand. <laughs> Again, we don't hold back. We want, we want to be real and raw mm-hmm. and honest, and that's what we're doing. So Eric is here. We're going to talk a little bit about... We'll talk a little bit about your trip to New York, because this has been so much fun. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about friendship. And great to me. And how we're still... Fr- oh, that was my stomach. And how we're still friends, and... Um, no editing policy still applies. <laughs> and, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about, like, maintaining long-distance friendships, LD, LDRs. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, yeah, investing in friendships and kind of what we found has been helpful for us. Um, yeah, sound good? That sounds great. We truly are um, the best friend, long distance best friendship model. <laughs> we are. We we are. We have patented it, did it, and trademarked it, and um, yeah, our stamp is on that. So okay, first let's talk a little about New York. So something just happened to you outside right now. Do you want to talk about it? I don't want to talk about it. Erica's not her first rat. Keep in mind she's been here for five days. I was really hoping to come to New York and not see any rats. I was just sorely disappointed. Just literally five minutes ago, I saw a big, juicy rat on the street. (laughs) Right outside of... I was coming out of Beauty Counter, uh, which maybe I shouldn't say. Um, I was coming out of a store. We do not support MLMs, but I guess if you buy directly from the Beauty Counter, it's not an MLM. Yeah. It's just like how I'm vegan, but I still buy food from the grocery store that sells meat, you know? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a little ethical gymnastics. Sure. <laughs> I was coming okay. out of a store. Yep. <laughs> and I saw this humongous thing just scurrying across the street onto this, like, towards me. So I had to really move. It was He's trying to say hi. <sighs> it was so... And then the person behind me, I heard him say, we got rats bigger than cats out here. <laughs> No, there's no way anyone said that. No, he did. 100% no. Yeah, he did. So. Rats bigger than cats out here? Where was he from? He was from here. He was definitely Was he talking to you? Did you scream? No, no, no. He was talking to his friend. Did you jump? There were two guys behind me and he he said it to his friend. And so it must have been a pretty big rat. It was huge. It was was so big. It was not... (laughs) They're well fed down here. They there got was, a lot of food. Yeah, there was no ignoring it. So my, my main disappointments about New York, we'll start with the, that and then we'll get to the good stuff. Okay. My main disappointments with New York is like everything you see, on, if you never have been here or 
I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who's never been here, but it's just pretty dirty. Like the rat thing, didn't like that. Even though I hadn't seen a rat before, I could guess that there were lots of rats around here because they just, there's a humongous pile of trash that's been growing outside <laughs> your door for the last week. It's taller than me now. And it's, I just don't get that. Like, what are your, ta- what are you paying your taxes for? Where do your taxes go here? Well, that trash was definitely supposed to be taken away on Friday. They take it on Fridays and they forgot, I guess. So by <laughs> this Friday, that pile is going to be as tall as my window. Yeah, hopefully they... And she lives on the fifth floor, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't love that. There's sometimes fun smells around New York. <laughs> my stomach's going to just be making weird noises this whole time. I don't so. love the smells of... But some smells are good, you know? It's not, like, all bad. Mm-hmm. So credit where credit is due. And, well, okay, so some of the things I love about about New That was York. it. Those are the only things you don't like are the smells and the dirtiness. I like that. Okay, onward. Yeah. And, I mean, it. I think it would take some getting used to, like, living out here, just because it's, um, for someone like me who has never, well, I just don't consider myself to be a city person, you know? I'm a country person. <laughs> okay. San Diego. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a beach person. Slow your roll. So... I don't really love the, um, I think I would only be able to like live in a city for a short period of time. Like I studied abroad in Florence and, uh, I loved that. But even that, like I had to get out of there on weekends cause it was just so crowded. Um, yeah. So, but, but that's the main, I think, so it's, it's a lot busier than what I'm used to. It's the busyness, the dirtiness and the loudness are the things that I don't really love. It's also gets yeah, super loud here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like I, it's talent that you've been able to, like, when I listen to your podcast, I don't hear all the stuff that I hear right now, you know? I don't know how Wow, that... that's super impressive. Because yeah. I, when I listened back to them, I can hear my radiator, I hear the sirens, and I'm just like, everyone is probably going insane. But that's nice. Yeah, no, yeah so you heard, she's, she's recording in the studio, and she, and she says that. So we got to take that as truth. Yes. So dirtiness, loudness, and crowdedness are the things I don't love about New York City. But the things I do like about it, there's lots of things I do like about it. And I just alluded to one of them, which is, um, like, studying abroad in Florence was the, I always refer to that as, like, the best time of my entire life. (laughs) It was so fun. And um, I just loved it there. Like, I feel like I really, I had to be a lot braver. Like, I I grew in courage a lot because I had to, I didn't speak the language. And I was in, I was across the world from everybody that I knew and, I don't know. It just was also a really beautiful city. And so I think like having only lived, having that as my only point of reference for living in a city, this has just like brought back a lot of memories of that time. And it's been fun. Like it's much more, there's a lot more European influence out here than there is in California. And um, it's just great. I like that. I love the food. The people are nice, you know, like I... (laughs) My first solo subway adventure, I needed some help, and so I asked somebody, and, you know, everything was fine because of that. Thank you, woman on the subway. And I just, the thing I love the most about it is that I get to spend time with you. Oh, so nice. Thanks. It's the truth, sister. It's been so fun having you here. We were just talking about this off of the before we were recording and it's just like very fun for me to see New York with people who either 
haven't been here in a long time or are here for the first time, it's just very fun to experience that and to get to see things through new eyes. And again, it does, I do also see then the trash and things through new eyes because now I'm just kind of used to it and I don't really think about it. But when you have someone here, you're like a little more aware of like, oh, that's kind of gross. Uh, so sorry on behalf of New York, although I don't know why it's still sitting there. But yeah, it's been really fun to have you here. And um, it just impresses me how much you know about like you've only lived here for six months. Mm-hmm. And it impresses me how you just know exactly where you're going and you just like you just are so with it. I'm really impressed by that. So good job. Well, you also missed the first <clears throat> I don't know, few weeks, month I lived here where I was running around, pardon this, but uh, like a chicken with my head cut off, had no idea what I was doing, where I was, was like living on my Google Maps. You figured out the Google Maps hack before I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should. Okay, people, you're welcome. Life hack. If you're ever in a big city that you've never been in and you just want to look like a local, because I think that's part of like part of the reason I freak out about not knowing where I am is because I know it's really unsafe sometimes in big cities to look like you don't know what you're doing because people will take advantage of you or like you just you just become a target when it looks like you don't know what you're doing so I think it's important to like act confident even if you're not and so I found this hack I discovered this hack that um will make you look like you know what you're doing which is and, and where you're going which is if you have headphones or airpods you just stick them in which in New York City everybody's wearing those <laughs> so you'll blend right in and then um walking directions on, I use Apple Maps, but whatever map thing you use, um, walking directions, you'll just be walking down the street and it'll be like, turn right. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> and you just get where you're going. It's great. Yeah, you don't, have, you don't have to be looking at your phone. You don't have to look like you, you know, because that's not really safe in a big city to be doing that. Yeah. I never did that. I would just like look at the directions in my house, just stare at them for a while. And then I would, um, then I would try to figure it out and then I would usually get lost. So, and also a lot of places I took you like are my spots. Mm -hmm. So if you drop me in another corner of New York, I might not get us anywhere, but I can get you to my favorite haunts. I can, that's, that's kind of my, kind of my limit. Well, yeah. And I think your method of looking at the map before you go probably helped you, um, (laughs) probably helped you. It's okay. It probably helped you learn better, you know, like, because I definitely rely on the directions. Oh, shoot, I have to check into my flight. Okay, we're going to pause this. Eric has to check into her flight. We're back. She's checked in. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> this is a real-time podcast. Um. Okay, so we talked a little bit about you being in New York. Something I want to say is that you coming out here to visit was a sacrifice like you had to save up money you had to (laughs) clear your calendar you had to you took some time off of work um and that's like that was just very nice of you to come and do that and to come and visit well I just feel like the last seriously doing like the last several and I'm working on this throughout Lent I, I know that relationships our friendship is not transactional and so I can't we shouldn't expect you know, everything to be, we shouldn't be keeping this tally in our head, right, of, like, give and take, but yeah, I feel like the last several times we've seen each other has been you going to California, and I haven't come out here at all, so I definitely, definitely needed to do it, and I have been meaning to for a long time, it's just, yeah, it's been hard with, like, taking off time and for, with from work and stuff, but I, I really committed to, I wanted to, it's something I've been wanting to do, you gotta put your money where your mouth is, you gotta do it. That's right. And that is, I think, what we should talk about a little bit is about friendship. Because 
I think that, I think that truly one of the best things in my life, the, one of the most important things in my life are my friendships. And if I look at, you know, in my phone and my most recent calls, like there's like a good handful of people that I work really hard to, to stay in touch with. Um, and I think that as we like get away from college, I mean, I'm in school again, so I'm kind of back in it, but it's different, you know, like I think when we get away from college, it's hard to make friends, but it's also hard to maintain friendships because friendships require like, it requires effort Mm -hmm. and it requires like a sense of like, yeah, it, it just requires a lot of effort. And I think that like, I have friends who I talk to every five or six months and it's like, it's a very different conversation because it's like, which we're trying to catch up and it's like, it's hard to be like, okay, well like this person, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this or like this thing that I do or this, like this class I'm in. But like, if I get on the phone with you, we talk so frequently that I'm like, oh, you know what I'm talking about. And like, you know, exactly like the situation. Um, yeah. And like, I don't know. So there's like something really cool about having close friends that are up to date on what's going on. <laughs> it's a lot less like, it's just a lot easier. That's but I think it takes true. a lot of work to do that. Yeah. It's, and it's also, like, I will say I do have a couple friends that we don't talk very often. But um, when we do catch up again, like, when we make time to do it, it does – and this is – I think this is a rarity, but it feels like mm-hmm. no time has passed. You know, like, we just are able to get back into that rhythm. Maybe it's because our lives haven't changed that much or something. <laughs> I don't really know. But, um, but yeah, I think that – and I don't know. As I've gotten older, I don't know about you, but I've – wanted to be more intentional about the friendships in my life and it's become more important to me to have high quality friendships rather than a ton of like a huge network of people so I think I've gotten like I have much fewer much fewer a lot (laughs) less friends than I used to a lot less close friends but um I'm happy with that because I am going for depth over over breadth here Mm. yeah so I think because if you try to have deep friendships with so many people like there are only so many hours in a day, you know, to mm-hmm. catch up with people and, um, yeah. 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 No, I think you're right. And I think I, yeah, those friendships are so sweet where you have like, like I have some friends like that where you just catch up and it feels like, yeah, no time has passed at all. And you can just get right back to where you were. Um, and I think, I don't know, I've had a lot of conversations in the last few weeks with, with like, friends and classmates and and people who have been kind of, like, oh, like, I just think that it's harder for me to keep friendships, or I think it's harder for me to make friends, or it's harder for me, or, like, it feels like, it looks like it's easier for you to, like, figure this out, and it's, like, I don't know, I just kind of want to, like, address that and address the, like, the reality that, like, having healthy having healthy relationships in, like, literally every aspect of your life, whether it's, like, your family or your friends or someone you're dating, like, it takes work. Like, you have to put some work in. And um, I was talking with a friend last week, and we were talking about, you know, keeping in touch with people and, you know, how to stay kind of in the loop. And I was like, yeah, like, I am usually the one who calls. Like, I will call. I have, like, friends in medical school. I have – you run a business. I'm like, I will will call people. But I never – I never sit there and go, like – Ugh, like I just wish this person would call me. Like, why do I have to call? Because that's not the attitude I want. That I know that if I call my friends, they will likely pick up and we'll talk for an hour and a half. So it's like, I think I think that there's there's some expectations that we can have coming into friendships where it is exactly I love what you just what you said about like it's like a 
a give and a take or transactional. Like it's not transactional. It's like if you prioritize your friendships and you want to have healthy, long lasting friendships and relationships, like it requires, you can't, you can't like keep score. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I've never once been like, okay, I've been to San Diego four times. I can't believe I had to go all <laughs> the way to San Diego and sit on the beach. Ridiculous. Like when is she coming here? Like I've never thought about that once, you know? Mm, yeah. I think that you're right. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt this to say, your eyebrows look so good. <laughs> I wish everyone could see your eyebrows right now. They look so good. Anyway. Thank you. I just got them done. I know. I was with you. You were with they me. they look super good. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Now, give me my compliment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... I, I think that's so... That's, like, the right disposition to have when... Because the end goal is, right, to have friends and to be, to have close friendships. And, yeah, if you're, like, um, I do think that it, there, I've been in some situations where I feel, I've felt, like, I'm not counting the number of times I'm reaching out to someone versus how much they're reaching out to me. But I've, I've just been in relationships where I, I've felt taken for granted before. Like, I just didn't feel like the level of investment was equal and I'm not saying it has to be perfectly equal. I just, I just meant like, I just mean it was clear that my friendship wasn't a priority at that time in their life for whatever reason, like they were busy with other stuff or, and I think that that does become hard, um, after a while. Like if, if you feel like you're constantly pursuing a friendship with someone who doesn't have time for you, like that's, I think that's different. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, when, especially like in our friendship, when we've been friends for so long and um, like at different points in time, you'll be busier or I'll be busier. It's like, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous to expect um, like an equal, mm-hmm. <laughs> an exchange uh, of equal proportion, you know, it's just, yeah. Ultimately, I just want to talk to you and I don't care if that's because you call me or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or I call you. No, I agree. And I think there's, like... Also, so many times... This happens with other friends, too. So many times, like, when you call me, I will have been thinking about calling you for, like, an hour, you know? And then you just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, yeah. I think... Oh, there's, like, so many things to talk about on this, this, like, topic. And And I think what you were talking about right then about feeling like, you know, like, what kinds of friendships are worth the effort. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a hard way to put it, but I think that you're totally right. There are friends, like there are people that I, you know, had very, very close friendships with that, you know, sadly we're not as close anymore. And like, that can be really hard. I don't like losing friendships and relationships. Like I, you know, would rather we stay in contact and like chat every once in a while. And like, even if we're not, you know, going to be best friends forever, like friendship breakups are really, really hard. Um, but they're all, but it's also something I've realized is like kind of just part of life. Like I, I only have so many hours in a day and I want to spend that, spend the few hours I have that are free, like talking to people that, that give me life and that, um, I know are, are wise and provide like wise counsel, um, who like love me well. And I think have similar moral, moral codes to me, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, I have, that's you know. actually a really important thing. The moral, like, just the, I, I think it, it, it's something that we don't really talk about enough. Like, I think it's hard to have, 
super deep, authentic, meaningful friendships with people who are on a different page than you um, when it comes to your values. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I think I have a lot of close friends who are, you know, not Catholic, who are doing their own thing, and 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 I love them, and we have good we have good friendships. Like, I would say we have good friendships, but it's, like, my friendship with you is on a different level because we have that faith piece in common, and, um, like, there are certain things that I wouldn't feel comfortable sharing with those friends um, about things that are going on in my life because I, I know that they wouldn't be able to uh, identify with my situation in in a way that would be it's just like we don't have that same level of understanding mm-hmm. um, so I do think yeah I think it's so important to have friends who are running towards God with you um, and for you to prioritize those those friendships mm-hmm. yeah something I, I think about a lot is like you can tell a lot about who people are by looking at like the fruit of their lives mm-hmm. like what fruit are they are they bearing and like what do their relationships look like what does their professional life look like what does their faith life look like and I have you know a lot of friends who will give me try to give me like relationship advice that I'm not you know <laughs> gonna take like I just we just have different things that we're like different priorities within a relationship and different things that we're looking for and different goals. And I just, I think looking at, looking at the fruit that people bear in their lives. And again, like I have professional mentors. I have friends who like, I will go to for professional advice and they are spot on and they know exactly what to say. And they've been so helpful for me in my career, but I'm I'm not necessarily going to go to those same people for relationship advice, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. And so I think just being very prudent about like you're saying, like who you share certain aspects of your life with. And like, I wrote a post on the Sunday, Monday, a while ago about, you know, the the types of friends you need or like the people to have kind of on your, you know, board of directors in your life. And like, you, you should have someone in your life who has a career that you admire or, um, is doing things that, that, that are close to what you're looking to do. You should have people in your life who are you know, a few steps ahead of you in vocation, like maybe who have, who are married or have kids if, if you're not married or you don't have kids. Um, like, like there's different types of people and you're not going to find, I think the one person who's going to check all the boxes across the board. I don't check all your boxes. You check all the boxes. <laughs> you check every box and more. I'm just saying, hypothetically, you're probably not going to find people who check all the boxes. So it's like good to have, I don't know, different types of relationships and like seek that out if you don't have it. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I agree with that. I also want to say, like, I just thought of this. I, in the last two years, like, 2020 and 2021, I would classify as a desert Mm. type of season when it came to relationships, friendships. Thankfully, 2022 is really looking up for me. Thank you, Lord. But I was really praying very intentionally for just high quality friends to come into my life. Um, I had moved down to San Diego in 2019 and I mean, I was from there, but didn't have very many close friends that were still there and um, like had drifted apart from some and yeah, it's just, it was really hard for me to build community right when I came back and then with the pandemic and everything and it was, it was just hard. And I think a lot of people probably had similar situations where it was just, like, difficult to make friendships. It's already so hard as an adult to make friendships um, 
because you don't have that structure of school or whatever. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was tough. And I guess if there, I just want to say like, if there are people out there who are going through that right now, like I, I, it sucks, you know, it's like there, sometimes there are, you're, you feel like you're doing every, all the right things. Like mm-hmm. you're going, you're putting yourself out there and you're going to things and you're being open and you're saying hi to people in public and you're like, <laughs> you're just putting yourself in all the quote unquote right situations and you're, you're just doing your best out there and still mm-hmm. nothing is happening for you in terms of like the friendships you're trying to cultivate. Um, but I do think that for me, it just took a lot of time. It took a lot of prayer and, um, yeah, like I said, intentional prayer, but also intentional, consistent effort of like trying to, I finally got plugged into a good Bible study, um, with some amazing women in San Diego. And then I also, at the same time that I was, that I was starting to meet those girls, I was trying to be proactive because I live in North County, San Diego, and there's like, it's a bit of a drive for me to get down there. So I was trying to be more proactive and finding people who are my age kind of closer by. And so I like reached out to the new youth and young adult minister at our church. And I was like, um, hi, <laughs> let's do something for young adults. You know, so we started a young adult group and I've met a lot of people through there. So sometimes it just takes like taking the initiative and, yeah. and just continuing to put yourself out there. And, uh, but it can be really hard in those lonely seasons. Oh, totally. I was just thinking of some of the ways in which, yeah, like I think, I think a reason that, um, that friendships are so important to me and that I think I do put so much effort into maintaining my friendships is because I've had deserts of friendship. When I lived in San Francisco, um, I was there for two years and it was just, it was so hard to make friends. It was so hard. I would like meet someone and then I never see them again. Like I, I finally made friends when I started a Bible study. Literally, that was it. I started a Bible study and I met all of these women who were in the same boat. Like all of us needed friends. All of us wanted friends. And so what you're saying, like when you, when you were courageous and started that study, like other people are looking for what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Like if you think you're the only one, you're not. And if, if you're like, where are the good, where are the fun girls who like want to have a great time and also love Jesus and like are going to be consistent and show up and I still talk to lots of my friends from that San Francisco Bible study, mm-hmm. one of whom's in your Bible study now, which yeah. is so funny, <laughs> Kedra, love her. Um, but yeah, like, I think I suffered a lot in San Francisco from lack of friendship, and so it was, it really was, like, realizing, like, oh, I could, I'm going to do something about this because I don't want to mope around and complain that I have no friends. Um yeah, and I think yeah. it's really, like, when I was in that situation, it was really easy for me to be like, oh, what was me? I have no friends. And then, like, get really stuck in the, okay, I want friends, but, like, how do I, it was, I got stuck in the how. Like, how do I mm-hmm. actually make this happen? And then I would be, just throw all my hands and be like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know how, how do you make friends as an adult? And I think that's a question that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. But, like, you just have to try stuff. Like, you just, mm-hmm. if, if something doesn't work, try something else. Like, you just have to try, yeah, try starting a Bible study. How do I do that? Find I don't know, ask, connect with somebody at your church, ask if there's a young adult group. Sometimes there, apparently there was a young adult group at my church long before, I guess it, there was, Mm -hmm. it was on hiatus during COVID and stuff, but, um, that I didn't even know about that I found Mm. out about because I talked to a random girl at a different church one day after daily mass. She like looked my age and I went up to her and I was like, this is so weird and I'm weird, but like you're my age and it's Friday and it's daily mass. Like, what are you doing here? 
and she told me that there was a young adult group at um, the church that I normally go to. So yeah, just like I've, I've tried lots of things. Like I've, since I work from home, um, that was another thing I needed to be around people. So I've tried like going out to coffee shops once a week, like challenging myself to do something, put myself in a situation where I was more likely to meet people than if I was just, you know, Mm -hmm. staying in my house or Mm -hmm. doing the same things over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As we were talking, I wrote like a little list of some of the ways that I've made friends. Um, (laughs) She's really paying attention to to what I'm saying. And (laughs) no, I'm being an active listener. And while you talk, I'm thinking of these things. Sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's okay. I will listen when I re-listen to this podcast. Okay, great. Then I'll respond to what you're... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll get some texts. Yeah, I'll be like, wow, that was a really good point, Erica. <laughs> um, okay, so a few things that have worked for me. Um, so, yes, I think going into stuff like Bible studies is really good. Showing up to young adult events is really good. What has been most helpful for me... So when I lived in San Francisco, really struggled, started a Bible study, made friends that way. When I moved to DC, I threw myself into, I had like some current friends there and then I just started going places with them. And then I also threw myself into like the young adult Catholic world and joined a Bible study and started going to that stuff. So that was really good. New York for me has been far more of like meeting friends through friends. Mm -hmm. So the two ways that I've made friends, three ways, I guess, that I've made friends in New York. One is school. So I have friends at school, which is great. School is a very helpful way to make friends. Um, but the other three ways, first has been mutual friends literally setting me up. And when I was moving here, I was telling everyone in D.C. I was moving here. And I got put in so many group chats of like, hey, like, X, Y, Z, like, Jane's, my friend Jane is about to move there. Like, you guys should meet each other, go get coffee. And I took up every single one of those invitations. Um, and, like, one of the girls I met through a mutual friend I'm moving into her studio in the fall and like it's I'm so excited like she's (laughs) she's become a great friend and um I've made friends through that so like be very vocal if you're looking for friends even if you've been somewhere for a while I think you can also be like hey does anyone know anyone in this space um the second way that I have made friends here has been through like loose ties so people that I maybe grew up with or like worked in DC with or you know went to, went to camp with <laughs> like people a lot of people come here mm-hmm. so it's been just being kind of courageous and like reaching out and being like hey I saw that you're in New York City like would love to get a drink or coffee or go for a walk and most people have said yes to that um even if it doesn't become like oh we hang out all the time like it's been it's been good the third thing and that's just like I think just asking people like you're just asking people on friend dates <laughs> I mean it's you just have to get to know people and be like brave and and it feels so good to get that message like it feels so good to get that text from someone um which is what's happened in the third way which is through instagram which also sounds wild but like i started posting like when i moved here at central park all the time and then i've just had people who live here that i hadn't seen in years reach out and be like hey i live here let's go i'd love to walk through central park with you like let's do something and so i've i've reconnected with like four or five people doing that um, and then I've also had friends reach out, like Katie, who's on the podcast, who reached out through the Sunday Monday Instagram a few weeks ago. So Instagram, have lots of feelings about Instagram, <laughs> isn't my favorite thing in the world, but it is a way to tell people where you are and also find people where you are. Yeah, I think that's one of the positives for sure. Yes. That's so that's great. my, th- those are my ideas. That's all, and I feel like this is, I, I mean, I know people, like you were saying, I think people do recognize that you are a very good, 
you very are very good at making friends because you have you've been forced to so many times you've moved a lot and so I think you are like the perfect person to come to for advice about that I've like told people that in my life when they're like oh I'm moving and I'm scared like I have a friend who's moving to San Diego in in May and she's really nervous about um making friends and of course I'm like well you already have one yeah um but I told her that I would put her in touch with you because or maybe I'll just send her this podcast (laughs) now but um yeah all of those things are so so great and I think you touched on a very important point which is that doing these things to make new friends takes courage and it um, sometimes doesn't feel comfortable like you have to get out of your comfort zone but it you're right about like every time I had a friend recently uh well we've become really good friends and our friendship started she came to this young adult group we like were very we were vibing like she was Mm -hmm. (laughs) she was like she's very much like me and um we were leaving one night uh, this young adult group, and she was just like, this is going to sound really weird, but can we be friends? Like, she just oh, asked me that. I love that. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. She's like, do you want to, like, go get coffee this weekend? So it's just like, it's, oh. it, maybe that took a little bit of courage for her to say, but I loved that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it is a joy to receive that kind of, that question or that text, you know? It makes you feel um, so good. Yeah, and, like, because everybody is looking for that. Everybody mm-hmm. is, everybody wants friends, and if they don't, then, like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Find someone else, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it does take courage, and if it can be scary, you know, especially, like, I think after COVID, if you've spent some time inside, or even if you haven't, it's, I don't know, you have to work, practice working those muscles again of, yeah. of socializing and, and getting out there and, and stuff, but. Everybody wants it. And what's the worst that could happen? Truly. Um, one thing that this kind of reminded me of that's, like, a little off the topic of friendship, except not really, is, like, if you are in a season at the moment of, like, moving somewhere new or trying to, like, build a community. I had my friend Kendra, who we just mentioned, on a long while back. And something that she talked about was when she moved to San Francisco, she chose to not date for 10 weeks, I think. No, it was a quarter, a fiscal quarter. (laughs) Um, Because she knew that she needed to integrate herself into a community and build a group of girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And that was her priority. And I remember when she told us this at the first, I was like, that seems crazy. Like, when you move somewhere, it's the perfect time to date. Like, you get tours of the city and you can go out to all these nice restaurants. Like, why not? Um, but I have seen in in the lives of people I love a lot that there is a huge temptation to move somewhere new and then start dating someone. And then that person becomes your security yeah. blanket, your, that is your net. such a good point. And then, and then it's much harder if it's not working out you break up and not only do you not have this person, but now you're back at square one in the city without that community. And you've lived there for a long time. So and so you have less of the it. opportunity to be mm-hmm. like, walk up to someone at something and say, hey, I just moved here. Like that is the most powerful thing you can say. You walk up to someone, I just moved here. Mm-hmm. And people are going to invite you to stuff. They're going to want, I mean, if they're nice people, like they're they're going to, you, you have so much power when you're new somewhere because everyone's been new and they want to feel welcome. So that's advice I think about a lot, and I pass that advice from Kendra on to people <laughs> when they move because I think it's really smart. That is really smart. If I ever move somewhere else, I'll definitely – I'll do that. That's very smart. Yeah. And she met her husband during that, those 12 weeks, and he had to wait the 12 weeks to take her on a date. So <laughs> That's great. The right guy will wait. But uh, just something to think about in terms of friendship. Like, I think especially as women, like, friendship is so important to us. And, like, we were made for friendship. And, like, our hearts desire 
like deep good friendship and so if that's like an ache and it's been an ache in my life many times before you know I don't know recognize it like it's not something to be ashamed of it's like a good good desire to have it's just it just can require a little bit of work it can yeah oh any other thoughts on friendship what you look for in friends well they have to be um super chill yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) keep going great eyebrows great eyebrows um just fashionable Mm -hmm. (laughs) incredibly beautiful incredibly beautiful funny smart Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it okay holy (laughs) oh yeah that (laughs) no okay in all seriousness um i think i look for just i just like connect there have been some people in my life who the i the first time i've met them this has never happened with a guy (laughs) but this has happened with my girlfriends like I've met a couple people in life that when I meet them, I'm just like, yes, like this person Mm -hmm. is a kindred spirit. Like we, it feels like I know them already. Like we just get along super well. It's so easy. Like some people that I'm thinking of are this girl that I used to, I used to hostess at the Bacara at some hotel in Santa Barbara when I was in college. Um, And there was a girl who started, I think a little bit after me. And the first time I met her, I was like, we were just... We were just friends instantly, you know? And I, I think that's, again, really rare. That doesn't happen to me all the time. But I think it's just, like, that's... It sounds stupid, but it's just kind of, like, a feeling that you get about somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt that same way about you when we met at that frat party. <laughs> no, maybe not at the frat party, but then when we met later. <laughs> oh, sparks didn't fly at Fisig? No, you were so rude to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is an alleged incident that I still don't remember happening <laughs> I have witnesses so I have witnesses to that um but yeah no I I think like the foundation like the core foundation I look for now and in, in good friends is someone who uh, like you can trust um and someone who you can like like we touched on before um who's going to push you to be your best mm-hmm like in every sense of the word morally um and it's okay like if obviously nobody's perfect so <laughs> I'm sure like there are things I'm sure that you see in me that you're, you don't love but you still are you still hang around you know so I'm not expecting perfection in my friendships I just like am looking for someone who's interested in kind of growing the same direction in life that I am mm-hmm. yeah no those are really good Really good traits. Um, what about you? Mm, I really, like, value friends who can see through me. <laughs> like, can kind of call me on things. I I think that, like, I really appreciate that. That, like, kind of... Sometimes I'm, I have a tendency to be like, oh, like, everything's fine. It's, like, good. We're going to be fine. It's, like, great. And then <laughs> I get, like, the question of, like, okay, like, you sound a little bit um, underwater. And, like... That can be really good. I think, like, friends who can ask the right questions to kind of be like, okay, what's, like, really going on? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really value, like, quality time with people. So I think friends who, and again, a lot of that looks like talking on the phone forever. Um, <laughs> Our phone calls are never shorter than, like, an hour. <laughs> no, they're long. And now you know why, because I walk forever and ever and ever. So yeah. I'm like, I can just loop the city and keep talking to you. Um, which is good. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just think that like, I really, I really like people who, who, who get the bigger picture of life and like have good perspective. Mm -hmm. I think that's what, like, if I point out like the, what my friends, my closest friends have in common, it's that there's a perspective that like life is bigger than the moment right in front of us. Yeah. That's a really big point. And when you have that perspective, the response you get to like crises and, um, and like struggles and tough moments is so different from the perspective you might get from, or I will get from someone who doesn't like see things. Oh my gosh, my stomach. My stomach is like <laughs> making so many noises. Sorry. Um, it's a different perspective than someone who like doesn't necessarily see, look at things in the same way. For sure. Like my best friends aren't all Catholic. No. You know, they're, but everyone sees life like from that, from a, like a bigger perspective. Mm-hmm. Which is helpful to me. I like that. Because sometimes I get a little lost in the weeds yeah I need someone to pull me out of that no and I think it's I think it's super healthy to have I don't think it's good to silo yourself into I think it's important to have Catholic friends um Christian friends but I don't think it's um necessarily healthy at least this is my opinion you know take it or leave it but I think it's important to have a variety of friendships um and to incorporate people who have who might have some different life perspectives than you because how I don't know I think like the homogeny of opinion is not you don't really grow there like you Mm-mm. don't you're not challenged Mm-mm. I think it's important to expose yourself to different worldviews and um, people who think differently than you mm-hmm. about certain things so I think that's really good and also another thing that came to mind is like you want to have similar interests. That might seem superficial, but it's like you want to enjoy doing some of the same things. Like you want to be able to have fun with your friends, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, we don't have to like do everything together. For instance, you like love karaoke. I tolerate <laughs> karaoke. You know, like I've I'll do it. I've never dragged you to care. One time I graduated. graduated. No, and I I don't hate it. Like I like it, yeah. but I just don't. I don't love it like you, you know, yeah. and saying there's probably things that like you like Harry Potter probably, but I love Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. I, I tolerate your chickens. So rude. And you love your chickens. So rude. Yeah. No, I think actually that's really good because if you think about it, like if we think about this weekend that we had in New York, like we went and did lots of fun things. We went to the Met. We had nice dinners. We like went out one night with some of my classmates. Like mm-hmm. we had a g- perfect weekend in my, like a perfect trip in my book. But someone else might have been like, well, why didn't we get up at 4.30 in the morning and run every day? Or, like, why don't we go out and shut the bars down at 4 a.m.? Yeah. And, like, I think that... You once gave me a birthday card in college that summarized our friendship so perfectly. Do you remember? No, I didn't say. You gave me this birthday card that said, it was like, thank you for being... I don't know if you wrote it or if it was, like, on... I think it was printed on the card. It said, thank you for being the friend who, like leaves parties early with me like makes an appearance and leaves because we would go like to the frat parties you know and yeah. show our faces for a half hour and then we would leave yeah it's like it's the gym from the office like exit you yeah. show up memorable story exit yeah and no one notices it's great no yeah we're pretty similar in that regard except for you will wake up earlier than me and go on runs but that's partially because i'm jet lagged and i also hate running <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame the jet lag. Also, even if I wasn't jet lagged, still wouldn't run. Um, I walk. I'm a walker. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, I hope there's something helpful in this episode. <laughs> there probably 
probably something you took. I think there's something useful. Um, but yeah, I think, like, the main takeaways, I think, and you share the takeaways that you think. I think the main takeaways are that, like, everybody is looking for friends and, like, good friendship. So you're not alone and other people are going to want it as well. Two, it takes work to build friendships and to maintain them. And so it's, like, very valuable to, like, maintain friendships if you can. Um, and that's all I got. What are your takeaways? F is for friends who do stuff together. Oh gosh, no. U is for you and me. No. N is for no. anywhere at any time at all. Out here in the NYC. Oh, that was cute! Okay, that got cute. That's fine. Mm. <laughs> she was... Normally I have a very strong no Spongebob <laughs> rule in my life. Another point and also of how we're different. But, I wasn't yeah. allowed to watch that growing up. What? No Nickelodeon. Oh my gosh. It's for bad kids. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That was me, I guess. No, I think your takeaways were great. And then I just added a little SpongeBob. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. The be- the be- my favorite part of this trip was when Erica walked into my room with her suitcase on Ash Wednesday. I don't know. Within an hour goes, so what are we going to podcast about? Because <laughs> she knew the rent for staying in my room would yes. be that she would have to do this. And we were just having so much fun that it is- it's happening now in the final hour, in the 11th hour. Thankfully, it's not... I'm not leaving for another at least 12 hours. But. Yes, I have class from 6 to 9 p.m., and then we are going back out on the town. Woohoo! Not really, because your girl's got two midterms this week. Pray for me! She'll be fine. Then I'm going on spring break. Watch out. To the beach. Um, thank you for being here. Are you looking at notes, or are you... I was checking my email. Erica's <laughs> <laughs> done. She's checking her email. <laughs> okay, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for Go back me. to your email. <laughs> More interesting than this. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week. Probably not with Erica. <laughs> She's done her time, but she'll be she'll be back. Check us check us out in episode seventy something. This is fifty one. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. It's crazy. Wait, but I thought you've been podcasting for a year, so shouldn't it be past fifty two? Okay. <laughs> Okay, I took a little hiatus to get a job. That was probably six or seven weeks. Oh, right, 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 right. I probably skipped one or two weeks. Okay, okay. well, leave us a comment or, you know, reach out. Smash that be subscribe our friend. button. <laughs> no, fear, be our friend, you know? Oh, be our if friend. If you don't have a friend, you could reach out to us. Yes. Unless yes. you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> no one who listens to this podcast is weird, Erica. That's a prereq. Okay. These, these, these gals and, I don't know... Six guys are all (laughs) great. Awesome. We love them. All right. We love you guys. Get back to work. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Sunday Monday show. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, we would be so appreciative if you shared it with a friend, shoot it in a text, post it on social media, whatever you want to do. Sharing these episodes helps more people find them. And while you're doing that, if you could rate and review these episodes, that would also be so appreciated. 
If you're looking for more, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sunday Monday underscore or visit us online at www.thesundaymonday.co where we have tons of articles and free resources designed to help you be bold in your faith, work, and life. Until next time, thanks so much for being here. Get back to work. I love you all. Bye. Bye.